I loved chatting with Ray this week. Um, it had been several years since I've seen her too. She actually yeah, did a body image training when I went through yoga teacher training years ago oh, yeah. for us. And that was incredible. And so I just, but it had probably been that long since I've seen her and gotten to actually talk with her. And so this was so exciting and just so great. And I feel like I learned a lot from her. So much. In yeah. Conversation. I mean, Ray is just, she's one of those people that I could spend hours and hours talking to because mm-hmm. um, she's just so down to earth and um, passionate as she talked about. Um, and I share similar passions. So um, she's always somebody that can, um, that you can have a really great conversation with. Yeah. What were some of your takeaways? I think that I really enjoyed talking with her about change, both in a broad aspect. And then also when we were talking specifically about like the lifelong changes that like our bodies go through. And I mean, I loved and appreciated her sharing her experiences with that and, you know, her story about being out shopping with colleagues and just calling attention to like what she was experiencing. I think that was just, that's so, like she said, I mean, it's really scary and it's a brave thing to do to just show up with our emotions and share things Mm -hmm. like that. And I mean, that inspired me so much. I think that there are sometimes that I'm good at like sharing my emotions than other times that it's like, Oh, I can't, I can't bring this up, you know? And yeah. like, it just, I really appreciated that story. And I think that all of the insight she had on change and just, Oh, I need to, we need to look up what, what philosopher it was that she was quoting. Oh, yeah. We should Google that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that was really interesting. And just that change has to happen and it, has constantly been happening and that that's why we're here is like it was a trippy a trippy thing to think about for me like I was like oh god (laughs) but damn like we don't have a choice about it it's just it's a natural part of the universe and our lives Mm -hmm. and we can either embrace it or like be incredibly resistant to it yeah which I think requires a bit of disorder to maintain the resistance to it. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, she, her conversation about just like recognizing that our bodies are going to change for the rest of our lives. Like that's something that like personally I've had to experience in the past few years of, you know, significant change with my body, which has just been super uncomfortable and it's scary sometimes to like live in the unknown of what is happening with your body and when you have different medical things going on that can impact things and just recognizing how not in control I am you know we are with our bodies is hard sometimes yeah Um, she talked about um, 
you know, being late to things because, you know, often they you know, stopping making sure she had something to eat or honoring her hunger, honoring her body. And um, it reminded me, I was, when I was in college and, you know, the beginning part of my recovery process, I had a class that was like, I think it was from like 12 to one. So it was right somewhere in there that it was right over the lunch hour. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this place that I could have a consistent time place of like eating lunch. It was the three day a week class. Um, but I also like always sat in the front row because I don't hear very well. So like, I'm, and I just, I don't like all the distractions. So like, mm-hmm. so my professor would always see that I always had my, I always went to the deli, I got the same thing, um, which might've been a little bit disordered, but like <laughs> it was the beginning of process. Um, and I just remember one day her like making such a big deal about the fact that like I was eating every day in class. I'm like, well, first of all, there's no rule that we can't eat in class. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that like I have to do to be able, it was just so helpful for me to have the consistency of that. And there was like this silent accountability in it. Like not that anyone was holding me accountable, but it was just like, this is something that I do. Yeah. Um, and her commenting about it, I just remember like, I did not bring lunch the next time for class, maybe the next couple of times, but eventually I was like, damn it, like this is kind of a non-negotiable at that point of my journey. Like this is so important. And it's something that helps me in my process that is freaking going to sit in the discomfort of taking my lunch and um, making that a priority for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was glad she brought that up too, because it's something like at times when I've been in a situation like that, I don't, it's like, I feel embarrassed to be eating or like bringing food with me to something, not so much anymore, but like at times or in certain situations, it might, I might kind of feel that way still, but it's like, why am I embarrassed for (laughs) like eating? Like we literally, and especially like if you had class, like over lunchtime, it's like, that makes perfect sense. You know, I mean, I was just like, why isn't everybody else having that lunch? (laughs) I'm doing the normal thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you bring up, it says like, we need to eat. We wouldn't question you breathing. We wouldn't question you going to the bathroom if you needed to do that. Like, yeah, it's an essential function of life. And so um, that's really important that we honor that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I'm still thinking about the specks of dust. I know. I was like, I was Put that on my forehead like I'm just a <laughs> best. um yeah it in a non-minimizing way like I think right. that people could use that you know in a way of like well I'm just a speck of dust but that's really I loved how she spoke about it and shared um, her perspective of that because it's really like in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. like there's so much more to consider and a bigger perspective that we can hold. Like we're not so special that we are the center point of the universe and um, have that much influence (laughs) on the entirety of the universe. Right. 
I gotta say, ever since she brought up the mold thing, though, it's like people share their fears and it's like it unlocks the fear in me. Oh. And so like, oh, I should be afraid of that. Yes. And that's probably something I need to address on my own. Yeah, but like, But it made me think too, this is my fear, a huge one I have. I constantly think there's a carbon monoxide leak like wherever I am. You bring that up a lot. Well, and it freaked me out this week because my, I texted my parents and was going to come over to their house for something. And my mom mentioned that they were both home from work sick. And I was like, Oh God, they're both sick at the same time. And she was telling me like, she has a headache, dad's resting, all this stuff. And it it took everything in me to not be like, is there a carbon monoxide leak in the house? Like I, was so certain that that's what it was. And like, and to me that and mold kind of go together that it's like, it can just be there and you don't know. And it's, it's violent and deadly. Yes. So that's, like yeah, it's been on my mind a little bit. I was so fascinated the other day. Um, I was with my friend and we opened the garage door and there was a spider and I was like, oh, spider. Um, I don't like spiders. No, I no. don't like creepy crawly things. And she was like, oh, it's fine. Like yeah. it's way over there. And I was <laughs> like, no, it's like three feet from us. It's not way over there. Like this way is a relevant nice. situation that we are both in right now. It is within our vicinity like we need to be aware, like uh-huh. where we're stepping and whatever. And she was just like, oh, whatever. Like I lived in Hawaii and there was, you know, all these other things that you had to be aware of. And I was like, well, never living in Hawaii. I probably not even going to visit now. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> huh. Have you ever heard that statistic? I don't know if it's true. You'd probably need to fact check this. But that like (laughs) my brother told me this years ago, which is why I especially say you should fact check it because my brothers tended to try to scare me, but that like, you're never more than like 10 feet away from a spider. Have you heard that? No, I haven't heard that, but like, I would believe that. I mean, I'm like on the other side of this wall is the outside world. Well, I don't know if that counts. Oh, I mean- Probably they're everywhere. Let's yeah. not think about it though, because then you like swallow so many spiders. Oh, uh, stop. I think I that's I a, the only no, recurring not. dreams I have or nightmares, I should say, is spider nightmares. Like, oh. and I will wake myself up crying from <gasps> the spider nightmares I have. So, anyway, oh, I'm wow. just, I'm thinking we might need to remove the what's your most random fear question from. <laughs> because I think it's going to start messing with me (laughs) well you don't have to take on everyone else's stuff okay that's true that's true maybe you should talk about that in therapy next week I guess we've discovered a lot of things I need to talk about in therapy next week but (laughs) oh gosh well this was a a great conversation with Ray and thank you for joining us We'll be back next week with another great, insightful, uh, what's another adjective? <laughs> I mean, many um, adjectives to amazing yes. conversation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.